0: Hello, and this is the Big Pezza Podcast. Today, I'm going to be importing a motorcycle. Well, I'm going to be filling out the forms to import a motorcycle. I've got them all in front of me. I was recently, or not long ago, I was sort of denied, um, possibly my fault, fault, um, but basically I made two things. One, my bike is 40 years old, as in it was made in September 1981. Um, but it doesn't be it uh, doesn't see it doesn't be seen until it be a 40 year old until april the first so as the bike's not ready yet i'm going to fill out the paperwork now and date it for april first so i send it all into the dvla in march and i'll get registration and everything and be registered on the road for april first so that's what i plan to do here um and the second thing i got denied was i sent in a, a, a honda sent me an email saying this is the dating certificate the dating certificate is you need to email the manufacturer uh, with photos of the bike um, frame numbers all that stuff and you apply for it and they tell you uh, when the bike was manufactured where it was manufactured uh, the date it rolled off the assembly line etc etc and then you can take that dating certificate since the DVLA now as with covid and everything honda were not working from the offices they were working from home so when i emailed them back in october Back in October, they sent me an email. Uh, well, actually, emailed them end of November. When did I really email them? Um, it was before October, but I got the email back from October. In October, I got the email back and they told me where the pipe was in it. And it's got fully reference numbers and everything like that. But DVLA will not accept it, they want an official letter headed paper with everything. And I had to wait until middle of February to get that bit of paper. So that was October, November, December. Um, almost four months basically, oh my, well pretty much is four months actually, four months to get this bit of paper and I need that bit of paper to import the bike so I was <clears throat> I was uh, denied so I will go through the paperwork and we'll fill out all the questions, there are only, I think they're having a giggle here, 69 questions um, so it should be relatively straightforward, I'll try and find my correct paperwork for minute, wherever it's gone Right, so you need to import a vehicle. You need a V55 form. Is um, a simple 69 question questionnaire on uh, and two pages as well. Over two pages, which need to be filled out, along with. So because I'm importing a, because I'm importing i I'm importing a historic vehicle. Things I do not need. I do not need um, an MOT, and I do not pay road tax. So I just need to pay 55 pounds. So I actually have to write a check out for 55 pounds. How annoying is that? Because what is that? What year are we in? cheques? 1950. oh dear idea. Oh, dear 55 pound cheque and I've never written, written a cheque out before in my life right so where is the questionnaires so like an all good old-fashioned thing you have numbers on one page and the questions on another so the uh, first question is registration number so then you go to the second page or this other uh, thing and it says okay number one registration number leave this box blank dv label fill this in good so we do not need to put anything in number one let's move on to number two tax class for example petrol car diesel for more advice please refer to the v355 slash one notes about tax classes now i'm going to cheat because i have well i've already filled these forms and i've been denied so i know roughly what i'm doing uh, they did put a few correction, corrections on there, but nothing too much. But if you, So you have to refer to a V355-1. So already you're looking at another page. But basically what I wrote down there last time, and I didn't get corrected on, um, incomplete forms will be rejected. Yes, okay, that's fine. Uh, I <clears throat> put down exempt vehicles because the bike is, will be, the tax class will be exempt. So E, question history. Uh, period of tax applied for. Fill up in whether you want to tax your vehicle for 6 or 12 months. Well, I can only fill out for 12, so 12 it will be. Registration fee. Tax payable. £55. Um, registration fee. Registration fee. Um, you must pay the first registration fee unless the vehicle is listed in Appendix A. Vehicle first registration fee leaflet inf slash one Yes. Yes, this is getting confusing fast. Um, five. Manufacture. Take this information from the Certificate Conformity or the IVA-MSAV Certificate. I do not have a certificate of conformity, so I don't fill it in. Um, I did look it up, you, you can leave that blank. Right, make. So that's this is where I put in, well, the make of it. Um, let's see, for example, Ford, Vauxhall, Pugot, and so on. It is a Honda. And then the model is a CT110. The type of body of a vehicle, number eight. For example, two-door saloon, estate, three-door, five-door, hatchbox, sports, convertible, coupe, motorcycle, tricycle, moped, flat, lorry, and so on. Now, I could write in moped um but i will write in motorcycle number nine wheel pan for example standard two axle motorcycles this is two wheel and so on so two wheel <clears throat> question 10 the color the color may not be the full manufacturer description as we only use basic color descriptions for example if the ve- if the vehicle is lavender it would be shown on the registration certificate as purple note where the vehicle has two colors both descriptions should be entered on the v55 form for example black and white for a vehicle with three colours or more should enter multi-coloured. Well, the bike is mostly red. of approval number of categories. Take this information for this difficult formality. The vehicle does not need evidence of a type of approval because of how it is constructed. Leave blank and fill in questions 64 page 2. If you are providing an individual vehicle, a pipe or motorcycle, single vehicle or DV recorded the information of the official use only boxes on the form. Uh, Type of approval number category C65 over LEAF Um, okay so okay so we're on question 11 take the information from the certificate of conformity if this vehicle does not need the the evidence of a type of approval because of how it's constructed leave blank so basically I'm leaving it blank because it doesn't need it Um, and fill in the question 64 on page two which we'll come to later. I don't know why it does it. I don't know why it doesn't do it. The next one, like, why do you just have it number twelve? Anyway, whatever. Um, so we skip that. We're going to number twelve. Question twelve is: Take this information. It's difficult for me. Type, t- type. Take this information from the certificate of conformity, or we can actually skip that one. So number thirteen, variant. Take this information from the certificate of conformity. You do not need to fill this. A lot of these questions might be like this. So number thirteen, take this information from the certificate of conformity. You do not need to fill this in if you are providing a IVA or MSVA certificate. However, if you have this information, you should give it here. I do not have this information. I can leave it blank. So we'll be going on to number fourteen, which is version, which says take this information from the certificate of conformity. You do not need to fill this in if you are providing an IVA or MSVA certificate. However, if you do have this information, you should give it here. I don't have it here. So let's look at number 15, which is length and width. So the length of the vehicle. Take this information from the Certificate of conformity. You do not need to fill this in if you are providing the IVA or MSA certificate. However, if you have the information, you must give it here. I don't have the information, so I won't be giving it here. Um, Let's see, number 16 is to do with um, HCGKM or GKWH? Let me me just put it this way. Take this information It's difficult for conformity. Basically, don't have it. Don't have to give it, essentially. Um, Unladen weight. You do not need to give the weight if your vehicle is less than 3,500 kilograms. For example, passenger car, unless the vehicle... So, (laughs) unladen weight, 3,500 kilograms. I think the Honda CT is not... um, is not going to be able to answer number 17. So we're already... 17 questions in okay number 18. Uh, um, number of seats including the driver's seat take this information for the certificate of conformity alternatively you can count the number of seats in the vehicle right um might need to run to the uh the garage but if memory serves me correctly there is one seat number of seats including the driver i could put two i could put two no 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 i'm just gonna put one i mean because you could sit on the rear rack but no i don't think i'll do that Max power, max power. Um, take this information to of conformity. Basically, I had to look this up and I believe it's around six. I have max kilowatt power of six. It's only a small cc bike, so I'm guessing it's six. Um, I did look it up right. So, number 20, uh, te- technical per- permissible maximum table mass. I don't need to answer that question. Spoiler, uh, 21 width of the axles let me just check at number 21 take this information from the certificate of conformity take this information from the width of the vehicle take this information I do not have to give this information um how much uh so what we're up to we've just done 21 is to do with the twin axles 22 is to do with the width which we don't need to give you do not need to fill this information in then I won't um 23 uh is to do with emissions you do not need to fill this in okay revenue weight um you do not need to give this information okay so that's that's not need to be given because my vehicle is clearly under 3500 kilograms um 25 um do I need to answer this number of standing oh let's double check this this only applies to buses you can get this information from your vehicle manufacturer number of standing places okay well my ct is not a bus so i guess i don't need to answer that question either either uh where are we up to number 26 permissible mass what what Permi- max permissible mass, take this information from specific conformity You do not have to give this information from motorcycles or tricycles Excellent! So I don't need to do it That's nice, isn't it? Right, well uh, 69 questions, we're almost halfway uh, 27, where's 27? Year of manufacture, well that's something I do need to uh, give this the year the vehicle was built uh, Year of manufacture, 1981 There we go now uh, twenty nine. Where's question twenty nine gone? Twenty nine. Oh, and then it goes up the page again. This is a bit confusing. Uh, twenty eight. Sorry, Euro status. Do not need to fill that in. Twenty nine is take this information from this difficult form. T generally shown with the exhaust emissions from nineteen ninety nine. You do not need to fill this information. In. Okay, you don't even need to fill that information in. So people don't even care about that. Okay, that's fine. Let's go to twenty uh, thirty now. The date. From which you'd like the tax to run right so it'll be the first we'll run it from the first day of um, January, February, March, April which is 04. Uh, 22 type of fuel oh, let me elaborate on that type of fuel for example petrol diesel electricity so we'll use petrol um, VIN numbers okay so the VIN numbers and frame numbers which we have here so we will in the then cylinder capacity 110, one, even though technically it's not, but it's like slightly less, right? Um, 35, okay, done all that, put the 110 cc in. Uh, question 35, wheelbase, take this information, do not need to fill this in. 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, don't need to put trailer weight in. 42, sound test stationary, what's it say on sound test stationary level uh sound test stationary level take this information from the Civic of performance you do not need to fill this information in however if you have this information you must provide it here um so so 35 6 37 38 39 40 41 42 43 44 because that's a drive-by sound as well do not need to be filled in so we're going to skip all the way to 45 which is power uh ratio and i did google that up and which i believe to google has told me so this is 0.06 which isn't a lot, but it's a Cub, so... Or a Honda CT. Uh, let's see, the next question is... Track with accent, no Eurostatus. Uh, family, what? Uh, 48. Uh, take this information, to, you do not need to give this. Fine. for uh, 50. Um, deviation factor. So 50 is deviation factor, don't need to do it. Um, verification factor, don't need to do it. WLTP test mass. Do not need to give it. Uh, electricity consumption, do not need to give it, <laughs> also wouldn't work, uh, code group, innovative technology, don't even know what that is, no idea. Um, postcode of purchaser, oh I do need to fill this one in, the partial postcode, so the first four digits of my postcode, which I will fill in now, Christian 57 that is, okay. If you're filling it out for someone else, you would be filling it out there. Um, there's uh, 58, 59 and 60 um, to do with emissions. Which industry is the vehicle to be used in? Well, it's not, so I leave it blank. Okay, that is that side done. Right, let's look at number 62. 62, 60. Okay, so 60 urban trip for Okay, 61, optional. Well, I won't then, will I? It's optional. Um, 62. Okay. The question is: list the price. List the price. Um, you must provide the list price, or not? um noted not all. You must provide the list price for the M1 type approved vehicle only. This will be the price the day before the date from which the vehicle was originally registered. Now that gave me a really massive headache. That did when I first came to this question, but it's actually quite simple. M1 type vehicles is to do with commercial vehicles and stuff like that, so I don't need to fill it in, so you leave it blank. Okay, 163. Uh, name and address. Oh, my name and address! Okay, well that's a question I think I can answer. Right, click on the old pen and here we go, we actually get to write something now. Mileage on the uh, aforementioned vehicle? 14922. I did actually have to convert that, I did so 14,922. Question 67. Is the vehicle, rigid goods vehicle, 12,000 kilograms or over? Huh. Will it be used to draw laden trailers over 4,000 kilograms? Hmm. I might have to Google that. Will a Honda City be a rigid goods vehicle? You know what? I'm I'm not going to Google that, but I think the answer is no. Yes, yes, the answer is no. Is the vehicle articulated? No, no, I don't think so. Well, unless the frame snaps one day. Um, Is the vehicle a good vehicle? Goods vehicle? Road traffic act? No, no, I don't think so. Handles? Okay, so making a declaration. Uh, Making a false declaration is a criminal offence which you could be fined and or imprisoned. Okay, well, I don't think I've made any mistakes here. So, I declare that I have checked the information given in this form, and to the best of my knowledge, it is correct. To the best of my knowledge, I know it is correct. Uh, DVLA handles your personal data in accordance with the Road Vehicle Law and Data Protection Laws. You know, I should actually correct myself from earlier, um, just to go off on a tangent here. I keep saying road tax. It's actually vehicle tax. The road tax doesn't actually exist. It hasn't existed for a very long time. It's called vehicle tax. Every year you need to pay vehicle tax. I don't know why people call it road tax, um, because that money doesn't actually go on the roads. That money goes to DVLA. Uh, yeah it's not it's vehicle tax vehicle tax not road tax um vehicle tax okay there we go I should must refer to it as vehicle tax not road tax um anyway making for anyway DVA handles your personal information with quantity to data protection <laughs> okay my i dead oh, I do this thing where I sit at my desk and I uh I sit cross-legged um and so I get pins and needles in one of my feet and it's just oh just ah uh, just coming back now okay I must have been sitting on it for a on it oh, I must have sat on it for a while I will triple check everything I need to put in this, but for this, to send this into the DVLA, I need to include the V55, I need to include the letter from Honda, which is the official dating date certificate. Um, right, so in conclusion, in conclusion, um, I have filled up forms, and what you actually need to send to the DVLA, I'm just going to get ready now into a nice little pile. I need to send them, to send them the V55 form filled out with my official honda letter. This paper copy will not think. I have the original sales invoice from buying it from uh, DK Motorcycles, which is the person who bought the bike from. Uh, they also do DK Motorcycles if you're, if you're looking for a classic bike. They do a lot of imported bikes and stuff like that. Um, and they could actually have imported all for me for around 100 pounds or so it've been about 155 pounds, uh, but I've done all the paperwork myself. So it's not too bad. Um don't need to give them the photos of the bike you, you try to give them as much information as possible i'm looking for my um wherever it's gone ah so there we are the sales at the invoice of that we don't give them that copy because that's a bad copy i've got the uh letter from dk motorcycle saying that there was no paperwork with the bike i've got my insurance policy because you actually need to have a valid insurance because you are putting the bike registering it for the road and I've got a copy of I've got the Nova the original Nova I've got the certificate of motor insurance so my insurance to let them know that there's my covering letter for my policy holder so that my insurance thing and a photocopy of my driving license is in there as well um and I've got to send this all off to first registrations DVLA Swansea SA991BE um and I will send that um in the post very soon and hopefully by the April the 1st I will have an email or something to um, go through it all uh, I've got the original letter here which says states why exactly they denied it we've had to reject your first registration applications for the reasons given below your vehicle is not eligible to be registered as a historical tax vehicle if a vehicle was first registered up to and including the 7th of January 1981 it can be registered in the historic class without providing documentary evidence for the dates of construction the vehicle was registered on or after the 8th of january 1981 must provide evidence that the vehicle was constructed prior to the 1st january 1981 before it can be registered in the historic tax class if the date of the manufacturing vehicle was september 21st 1981 it will become eligible to be register the historical tax class from the start of the new financial year for example april the 1st 2022 should you wish to register your vehicle before this date the registration of the motorcycle tax class with a correction fee of 76 pounds this includes the first year of registration of 55 pounds and the vehicle tax of 21 pounds the dating evidence you have provided is not acceptable this is a copy the following must be to continue with the dating certificate supplied by the manufacturer which i now have it must be the original on letter headed paper it must include the contact details of the manufacturer providing the date and the certificate of the letter so basically this is a copy and paste um uh it's a copy and paste um response basically saying has he failed this yes so this is the response you're going to get it has all the information on there but it was not the original on headed paper anyway uh, and that will bring us to the end of the importing boring section of the podcast i hope it's actually been somewhat interesting i hope anyway i'm actually going to have to edit that a lot and now for the story from the black book now it's actually a black book if you're actually wondering and it's just full of notes there are dates and stuff in this book but they don't always line up um because it's when i wrote them down might have been a two or three days after. anyway um but this one looks like it was around halloween um And I call this one modern parenting because, well, this might be a bit of a spoiler, but we'll see how it goes. So it was Halloween Eve. And usually in the UK now, we're unfortunately becoming more American. So we uh, have a more of a party atmosphere. And in the hotel business, it means bad news for us because people like to have parties in bedrooms. And um, we were being vigilant not to um, let parties happen in the bedrooms because usually that meant a lot of work for us um or a lot of mess for the housekeeping the next day and we don't want to do anything like that any upset stress anyway so um in the evening uh, the receptionist had brought to my attention over the radio said um two kids just walked in towards the these following bedrooms um down the corridor um and i was like okay I didn't check them in and I've been in since check-in time and we've got no family staying in at the moment so where are they going? They obviously have a direction they're obviously going straight to a bedroom so where were they going as I was I'm pretty quick on my feet so I was quickly there in the same corridor that they were heading towards I was already on I was running to that floor which is a ground floor a ground floor bedroom Um, and uh, as I, I was just walking past you know I wasn't I wasn't following the kids but I was following the kids following kids does that sound bad no I was following the kids I, I'm gonna stand by that I was following the kids to see where they were going once I saw their bed uh, the uh, the uh, the room door start to open um, they had opened it and uh, they had started to make their way inside I quickly darted just to catch up close that gap as a predator would uh, predator Mm. and uh, hmm, not sure that's where this story is going and um, as soon as I got to the bedroom door I kind of like held it just a little bit and I could instantly smell as I got to the door the smell of weed so I knocked on the door as it was not quite fully closed and I opened the door I did not enter the room I just opened the door I'm standing in the, the archway of the door or the door structure the door open I said, evening guys, you alright? Yeah, 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 we're fine got this little um smell coming from um, you lot as i could smell the smell of marijuana the puff puff the ganja the uh, 420 the purple haze wh- whatever you want to call it the hash uh, anyway um and i could then then i was like hello guys I got this funny smell coming from you in middle of my sentence i looked up i could see that there was the fire alarm had been disabled has been taken off the perch had been unscrewed and placed on the uh, coffee table. I then proceeded to radio saying, hello, any other managers about? I've got two kids here, no fire detector and the smell of marijuana. Now, there was two boys. They were both between 14 and 16. They were definitely, or even younger, they were probably just hitting that pubescent age. They were I've I I really couldn't tell you the age, but no no more than sixteen, no more than fifteen. Honestly, they were young. There was a, a shorter one, and a s- taller, thinner one. A taller, thinner one. As soon as I said, "I need another manager here," I've got two boys here, with a thing and thing. On the radio, the manager said, "Well, I'm not having that. Let's just call the police." and as soon as he said where are the parents or whatever if they're not there let's just call the police as soon as that came over the radio they could hear it the skinnier one had opened the window and gone now remember ground floor room ground floor room window open gone just booked it grabbed his stuff and gone the other one stayed there said well are you get i said and then the other one stayed there for a minute and says well or oh, whatever i wasn't really paying attention for him um we managed to march I went, up, I, went, I went out. The, um, the manager was right behind me, he had literally arrived like two minutes later because um, he knew the, uh, the problem was on that corridor as well because he was listening to the radio chatter. And uh, he collared the, uh, the, the one that was still in the room, and I proceeded to follow the other one out the window. I chased after him out the window just to see where he was going. He ran off site, um, and I was like, fine, he's off site. I don't need to worry about him, not my problem. Um, I'm done with him. The other one marched out and gone. Um, So we were busy evening, really, a little bit busy. So we didn't really uh, follow up too much about that. It was locked, room was locked up and done. However, they did try to come back because they did sneak back in and try to get back in through the window. Uh, Found them out because they wanted to get some of their drugs back. They had left it under the mattress in the room now, I wasn't there for that. The other manager basically gave him the drugs and just said, or gave him the weed and said, "Right now, clear off um I personally wouldn't have done that. I'd have just told them to clear off or kept the drugs um but yeah they uh they they did try it, so he just you know what he just said get 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 you know they weren't being they weren't being aggressive, they weren't being rude, they weren't being nasty. They were two kids that had that had basically wet you know realized they'd made a big mistake and had legged it so you know we thought nothing of it Thought, okay that's the the end of that chapter they're gone we've got the money for the room we don't care like they've paid the bill they've gone police didn't have to be involved for such a petty thing boys will be boys they didn't trash the room they didn't make any mess we don't need to take this further sort of thing we stopped it before it happened there's going to be a lot there's going to be two people possibly more because you know once they had once the uh, had settled into the room they probably would have had friends come to the window side and they would have snuck them into the rooms through the windows or something or through the fire escapes or something like that and they'd have had a nice party in the room so they've had a nice party in the room and then they had the party they could have had a party in the room and we wouldn't have known about it until the next day and when the room was trashed luckily we called it all before it happened So they were gone, didn't care about it. Next morning, fast forward till next morning. Around, I think, 11 o'clock in the morning. Any manager's about, can you come down and deal with this person? I came down. It was the father I was speaking to of one of the kids. Don't know which one it was, don't know which one it was. The father of one of the kids said, "Uh, can I have a refund for the room that my son didn't use? Like, er... so you booked the room last night? Yeah. Okay. So you booked the room and you let, gave them the key card and you let them come and stay. When it clearly states that people under 16 need to be accompanied by an adult. Or, you know, 18? I think it's 18 actually. Um, need to be accompanied by an adult. It's like, um, yeah. Like, well... No. <laughs> you're not getting your money back because you know we can't sell that room we couldn't sell that room like that's loss of earnings for us so you're not going to get the money back like that's that's how it works but we didn't reuse the room well they did use the room and they were using it for improper practices they'd removed the smoke alarm which is an offense and they had um, smoked or were gonna smoke weed in the room or maybe just outside the room but they had drugs on them as well um so you're not getting the money back Uh, but he was very calm he was I didn't know the full story for this so I'm gonna fill this bit in I presume that his parents wanted to have a party or uh, wanted to allow his kids to have a party as well because they're at that age where they're too young to have a babysit they're too young to be left alone or something and they're too old to want a babysitter so the really awkward teenaging years and he maybe they wanted to go have a party or go away for the, who knows so he put them in the hotel um where they could probably order pizza yada 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 and have a party and keep out of the way and he wouldn't have to deal with the mess who knows but that's what my my theory is because he checked them in uh or he booked the room or something which is a bit bizarre for me um And yeah, he did all that. And You know, I I, I think I was unwell at that. I was a bit unwell that day. So um, I wasn't feeling my best. Oh, that wind is kicking up. I wasn't feeling my best that day. So I didn't really, but I just put my foot down really. I said, no, I'm sorry. Look, you're not getting your money back. Uh, You're not getting your money back. Your kids were doing stuff dodgy in the room. They were going to have a party if we didn't stop them. They were going to smoke the marijuana in that room if we didn't stop them. So, yeah, you need to, no, basically, Um, basically denied them. And uh, yeah, they didn't get the money back, but would you, if you were a parent, would you check your kids into a hotel for a night? Uh, And I mean, they had weed, they had alcohol, they were both underage. They were both alone, you know, and they got caught. I don't know. Anyway, he shook my hand and left, and he didn't get his refund back. And I think he was a bit shocked that there was, because there was no way there was weed in there. It's like, there was marijuana in there. They had marijuana, they had alcohol. For all I know, they had condoms in a bag, and they were going to have some hookers come round as well. Who knows? Um, or some other friends of theirs. Who knows? Anyway. Um, Anyway, that's a story of me stopping a party. I am the party pooper. Um, sorry about that. If you're listening and you happen to have a party ruined, it's probably me. Parties in hotel rooms are generally not allowed. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed the, uh, the podcast. And uh, goodbye. Catch you in the next one.